0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Path, the Sunshine Cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman and Batman, continuing their efforts to find young Dick Grayson, are stopped dead in their tracks by a shocking discovery. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, uh, you'd have a hard time hunting up prizes that are as much fun to collect as the prizes and packages of Kellogg's Pep. Mind you, not just one kind of prize, but three different kinds, one or the other in each package of Pep you open. And are all three kinds fun to collect? Take, for instance, those bright-colored comic buttons, each picturing a favorite comic strip character. Boy, will you look slick with all 18 of them pinned on your jacket or your beanie cap. Or uh, take that snappy series of seven PEP model planes made of colored cardboard and a cinch to put together. Or those 24 full-color bird pictures, each with a full description on the reverse side, helping make you a mighty wise bird yourself. You'll find one or the other of these three kinds of prizes in every package of PEP. 49 different prizes in all that you can get. And while you're collecting them, you'll be enjoying just about the slickest, keenest-tasting dish ever. Yes, sir, those crisp golden flakes of pep sure do let loose with a flavor. I mean, pep makes breakfast a terrific affair. So ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, and look for your prize inside the package. And now, the adventures of Superman. Because he was in line to inherit a large fortune if anything happens to Batman's young companion Robin, a man named Marsh plotted to do away with the youngster. Knowing that a convict named Eric Larson had a bitter grudge against Robin, Marsh arranged his escape from prison. Then after Larson had abducted Robin, Marsh shot the convict and proceeded to put Robin out of the way himself, planning to report to the police that he had arrived too late to save the boy, but just in time to prevent Larson's escape. Meanwhile, believing that a circus clown named Freddie Ellis could help locate Larson, Clark, Kent, and Bruce Wayne traced him to a chicken ranch in California. And as we continue now in the kitchen of the ranch house, the frightened little clown has promised to tell all he knows. Listen. About a month ago, when the circus was in Metropolis, a man came to see me after the performance. He said his name was Marshall. Marshall? Yeah, that's right, Mr. Kent. He was a slender man with a slight British accent. Rather dark, with a little mustache. I'd never seen him before, so I was kind of surprised when he walked into my dressing tent. You're Freddy Ellis the Clown, aren't you? Yeah, that's right, sir. I enjoyed your act very much. Thank you. We aim to please. Yes, sir. (laughs) Say, uh, you clown chaps have to work pretty hard, don't you? Two shows a day and always on the move. It's no picnic and you don't make a fortune either, chum. But why bring that up? Hey, you the inquiring reporter? No, I, um. Look, can you use $2,000, Ellis? Can I use two? Will you mention that figure again? $2,000. $2,000? Do I have to murder anybody? Good heavens, no. I just want you to perform a slight service for a friend. A uh, slight service for a friend? Righto. For which I will pay you $2,000. Oh, what lovely music you make, sir. Look, there's a quiet restaurant nearby. Shall we retire there and continue this beautiful friendship? You see, Mr. Kenton, Mr. Wayne, I was, well, rather broke at the moment, as I usually am, and this gentleman's offer interested me. Of course, I had no intention of going through with it if there was anything dishonest about it, you understand. I'm sure you didn't. Of course. Go on, Mr. Ellis. What happened then? Well, we went to the restaurant and found a quiet booth and... There, this gentleman who had introduced himself to me as Mr. Marshall took up from where he left off in my dressing Now, this is all you have to do, Ellis. The next time you go up to state prison to visit Eric Larson... Huh? Look, how did you know I... uh... How did I know you visited Eric Larson? Yes. I happen to know a great deal about this circus, and about Larson, and about you too, Ellis. I know you do visit him, and that's all I care about. Because the next time you go up there, I want you to bring him something. Yeah? Like what? Look. I'm looking. All I see is your cigarette, so what? This isn't just a cigarette, Ellis. No? It sure looks like one. Yes, but instead of tobacco, there's a sealed message rolled inside of it. A message? Right. Information which Larson wants. No kidding. Yes. Now, all you have to do is slip this to him... And I'll pay you $2,000. Just for that? Hey, what's the information in that thing? That is none of your business. Well, what do you say? Oh, I don't know. I, I might get in trouble. Why should you? You have this phony cigarette in a regular pack. When you sit down across from Larson, you take out your cigarettes, remove this one and slip it to him through the screen. Oh, it sounds easy enough. Of course it is. I'll pay you 1000 now... When you deliver this, uh, message, I'd pay you the other thousand. Well? Okay, I'll do it. Good. I have the first thousand right here. And the... Oh, he gave me a thousand dollars and the phony cigarette. A couple of days later, it was a Friday. I went up to state prison and slipped the thing to Larson. But I didn't know it was poison. Honest, I didn't. It really wasn't poison. Oh, it must have been, because the very next day, Larson died. He didn't die. He only appeared to. What? There was an oriental drug in that fake cigarette, which simulated death. Caused suspended animation in Larson, so that even the doctor was fooled. You mean Larson is really alive, like the radio and papers have been saying? Whom do you think you're kidding, Ellis? Bruce. Well, what do you mean, Mr. Wayne? You know all about it, and you know where Larson and Rob, I mean Dick Grayson are. Look, no, Bruce, I, I swear I don't. I don't believe you. Now talk or buy oh, him. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Bruce. Wait, take it easy. I think he's telling the truth. I don't. Well, I'll tell you why I think you're wrong later. Look, Ellis, where can we find this fellow Marshall? I don't know, Mr. Kent. Well, you said Marshall was to give you the other thousand dollars when you did the job. Uh, how were you supposed to contact him? Oh, I was to phone him at the Metropolis Hotel and huh? leave a message for him to call me. All right, well, did you do that? Yes, and he came to see me and paid me the other thousand. That was right after I got back from prison. Okay, we'll take it from there. Come on, Bruce. Oh, wait a don't minute, wait. Clark. Don't waste time arguing. Come on with me. We've got to shoot back to Metropolis in a hurry. Mr. Marshall staying with us for a short time, but he checked out of the hotel yesterday. Uh Did he leave a forwarding address? Well, no, he didn't, Mr. Kent. Uh He said he wasn't expecting any messages or mail. Where was he registered from? Uh, Here's his card. You can see for yourself. He's from London, England. Hmm. No street address. No. Anyhow, we haven't got time to go looking all over London for him, Clark. Besides, we don't know that he went back there. Or that he actually came from there, Bruce. Or that his name is really Marshall, for that matter. No. I beg your pardon. Look, it's very important that we trace Mr. Marshall, so... Yes? Could you let us see the room he occupied? He, he might just have left something behind, you know, something that'll give us a lead. Oh, I'm sorry, but two ladies are now occupying the room. Uh-oh. oh I assure you, though, that Mr. Marshall left nothing behind. I see. Oh, well, where do we go from here, Clark? Well, you've got me, Bruce. I... Wait a minute. You keep a record of your guests' outgoing phone calls, don't you? I mean, your your switchboard operators mark down the numbers called, don't they? Why? Yes, but we don't keep a permanent record. Well, Marshall just left yesterday. Wouldn't the record of his call still be available? I, uh, hmm, I suppose so. But well, this is most unusual, Mister Kent. Unusual. I... It's a matter of life or death. Now, please help us. Well, in that case, I'll see what I can do for Thank you. you. It'll take a few minutes. If you gentlemen right. will just oh, wait. Oh, we'll wait. I suppose you're hoping Marshall may have called Larson, making it possible to trace Larson to the phone numbers. Is that it, Clark? Exactly. It's a long chance. But keep your fingers crossed, Bruce. They're crossed, chum. All of them. And my toes, too. Here are the numbers Mr. Marshall called from his room. There are only a few, for it. Let's the see thing. them, please. Uh, Huh? Recognize any of these, Bruce? Yes, I know this first number. It's the Mayflower Department Store. Well, nothing doing there, Clark. I guess not. Seems to have called it a couple of times. Hard to get deliveries these days, that's why. I know this third number, too. You do? Yes, it's Bright Brothers. Big men's haberdashery. Well, he certainly didn't call Larson there. No, that leaves only two other numbers. You recognize either one of them? No, But we can trace them at the phone company I have a police card So have I Come on, let's get going Uh, Thank you, clerk Yes, thanks very much You're quite welcome, gentlemen Goodbye I've traced those two numbers for you, Mr. Wayne Oh, fine What names are they listed for? This first one, Metropolis 4602 Is the You Drive It car rental service Oh, I guess he just wanted to rent a car We draw a blank there, Clark. Uh-huh Well, there's one number left West 3404. What's that one? Uh, that's in the name of William Roush. William Roush? At 4695 Greenvale Avenue. 4695 Greenvale? Why, that's way out in the city limits. Clark, maybe Larson... Wait in... a minute, wait a minute. Easy, Bruce. We'll find out in two shakes. Come on. <laughs> Hurrying from the phone company offices, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne prepared to streak to 4695 Greenvale Avenue, hoping it will turn out to be Eric Larson's hideout. We'll return in a moment with the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, gang, for a smooth job, just notice how the keen taste of Kellogg's pep puts the clutch on you. You get that strictly super pep flavor, and right off, it gets you. And from then on, it's you for pep. And Pep for you. And you wouldn't think of doing without those crisp golden flakes of whole wheat for a single breakfast. Pep's that delicious. Every crunchy flake practically melts in your mouth, all tender and toasty. Yes, sir, if you're hep to Kellogg's Pep, you're hep to a mighty smooth dish, all right. And you're also hep to those slick Pep prizes. Prizes that are always surprises because you never know which one of the three different kinds of prizes you'll find when you open your next Pep package. For instance, uh, you'll get either a colored cardboard model of a famous fighting plane, one of seven in the great Pep Air Fleet, or uh, you'll get one of 24 pictures of birds in brilliant color with a full description on the reverse side, or else you'll find a bright-colored comic button picturing one of 18 characters from The Funnies to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. Ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, tomorrow, and look for your prize inside the package. Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne as Superman and Batman have just arrived at a small bungalow in the thinly settled outskirts of Metropolis. Startled at what his X-ray vision perceived through the closed door, Superman has pushed the door open. Followed by Batman enters the shade-drawn living room. There, sprawled on his back on the floor, is the inert form of a man. Batman, look. Great Jupiter, that's Eric Larson. Uh Uh-oh. Are you sure? Of course I am. Hold it. Oh, we're too late. He's... Yes, He's dead. But Robin, where's Robin? I don't know. Maybe he's in another room upstairs. Now, look. Now, oh, wait a minute. Robin! Robin! It's no use, Batman. Robin isn't in this house. Right now, I don't see anyone else here. Except Larson. Startled and more worried than ever, Batman looks at Superman. Now they both believe they have come to the end of the trail, only to draw a blank. Where is Robin? What happened to him after he fell to the floor in the attic when Marsh fired at him? And where is Marsh, the man who wanted to destroy Robin for the sake of a large inheritance? Our story has taken a strange new twist. And stranger, even more exciting things are to come. So don't miss tomorrow's tense episode. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's pet For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, words can have a wonderful taste to them. Like on a frosty morning, you can almost taste words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles. Sure, that name just fits, doesn't it? Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy it's it's such a toasty kind of cereal sort of sweet and mellow rich and you know it's the only cereal in the whole wide world in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat crisp crunchy crinkly crumbles for breakfast kellogg's crumbles and be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of superman this is the mutual broadcasting system
0: welcome back well, they always try to end Friday on a cliffhanger, and that no doubt, uh, explains the end of part seven, which was a Friday show. Always wanted to have people, uh, interested to tune in to find out what happened on, uh, Monday. Of course, this Monday show and part eight, we didn't find out what exactly, but, uh, I can't imagine many kids who had walked, listened so far were not tuning in listen to uh, part nine and we saw a positive contribution to by uh, Bruce Wayne in the interrogation of the lady in Chicago Though obviously this is still a very emotional and difficult case as he's working pretty feverishly to find Robin here well we have a pretty solid mystery I hope you'll join us back here on Sunday I do have a note that uh, I'll be on a uh, podcast it's a pilot for a new series uh, Daredevil's Advocate hosted by uh, Blaine uh, Dowler, who's a listener to this uh, podcast. In it, we debate which is better, or who is better, uh, Daredevil or Captain America. It's a fun debate. Uh, It'll be posted, should be, on uh, Thursday morning at Bureau42.com. And if you're wondering why it wasn't uh, Daredevil versus Superman... I explained that a little bit in the in the podcast, but the main reason is, I think in the last uh, quarter of a century or so, Superman hasn't necessarily received the best treatment from DC as a character, while Captain America, I think, has gotten a lot more respect. Plus, I think the, there's always, when you're dealing with Superman, just so many uh, superpowers he has, versus a character like Daredevil... Who goes out and fights crime with a lot more mortal peril and a lot more limits. So I thought a Captain America a Daredevil discussion would be a little more interesting. And, uh, it was, uh, it was fun. And, uh, you know, truth be told, I like Daredevil quite a bit. I like, I, I think Captain America is a better hero, but what you'll find out more of my reasons for that, uh, when you listen at bureau42.com. In the meantime, send your comments to Adam at us. Pick up your audiobook of an adventure of a powerhouse series, uh, either Tales of the Dem Knot, Fly Another Day, or Powerhouse Hard Pressed, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps>